You're listening to One Woman, empowering stories of women in the outer northeast. One woman has a story. One woman is inspiring. One woman can make a difference. One woman is you. I'm in the studio today with Laura from Entwined Belly Dance, and uh, Laura is part of the This Girl Can project in the city of Whittlesey. You're going to tell us about how you got involved in the This Girl Can project, and everything about belly dancing. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm i a rate payer in the city of Whittlesey and um, I got the city of Whittlesey Council's news, quarterly newsletter in the mail one day and it had uh, a call out for women to chat about their stories and how they got involved in physical activity and that was at the end of last year. And um, I decided to tell my story uh, because I chose a pretty untraditional kind of avenue for exercise, which is belly dancing because I really really, really love to dance. Um, So I really wanted to share that story. Okay. Tell us your story then, how you got involved in it. So um, I had been, I'd just moved to Melbourne and um, was going through a big life change in my late 20s. And um, I'd been doing yoga and trying a few different kind of contemporary dance workshops and Pilates and a range of things and hadn't kind of settled you know, into something. And my older sister suggested that I try belly dancing. Okay. She'd been belly dancing uh, with uh, some different groups up on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, where we're from. And um, I went to a place called Underbelly in <laughs> Smith Street, in Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. Um, Underbelly Dance Studio. It was like the mecca of belly dance um, back then because you had classes every night of the week except Sundays and um, multiple teachers teaching across three or four studios. I fell in love with it straight away and um, started weekly classes there and then went to attending, you know, three or four classes a week to doing my own training, to traveling interstate, to traveling internationally, then started to perform and um, in my own troupe with my student, with the student troupe and just really fell in love with it. And the the short story is that I ended up um, setting up my own business to teach locally. Um, What I saw was after I'd had my first child that there weren't that many physical outlets for women um, and especially belly dance in this kind of area. And I really wanted to start sharing that with other women and particularly um, other mums because um, creating a space and classes that could fit in with your schedule of being a mum, having a job, and just, you know, running a house. The thing, I guess, that really connected me with belly dance was at the time um, the music was something I could really connect with. Um, We were dancing to a lot of modern music. Um, We integrated elements of yoga. um, So it felt like there was a spiritual kind of connection. Uh, I was in a room full of women, uh, so I didn't have to kind of face any kind of sexual Mm -hmm. kind of comments which I'd kind of experienced when I'd been attending some of the bike classes in my local area and so it felt safe it felt like it was community community focused and I just really really fell in love with it you know I actually started because I had really bad posture when I finished school I stopped doing any kind of form of exercise apart I did do gym from time to time and but I didn't really stick it with anything and got really unhealthy (laughs) basically became anemic just had scoliosis as well and so I was very hunched over I had a really kind of long body as well and I was always kind of awkward I never loved my body at all right um you know I was the weird chick from school right Right. that no one wanted to be in the sports team didn't you know 
the guys wouldn't pick to go do the dance classes with and and so forth um so yeah I was kind of a bit of a misfit I suppose so belly dance kind of gave me a space um where I felt finally comfortable and eventually I have learned to like love all the weird things about my body like my long arms my long body and my really big butt (laughs) (laughs) um because belly dance is really like all of these kind of quirky things that are natural to us as women that the media puts up as being kind of not attractive in belly dance it's embraced because belly dance is like the dance of woman so okay you know everyone can find something in it that kind of empowers them and i feel like there's something in just the movements that you're doing and getting really just getting into your body in a different kind of way that to other forms of exercise yeah not just for me and i see this as a teacher now i I saw other friends uh, peers go through it it has a really profound effect and so now i'm kind of a crazy devoted uh passionate advocate for belly dance i'm not middle eastern so um i obviously cop some criticism like you're not the body you're too skinny you're blonde you know you don't fit the type Mm -hmm. but uh somehow that's that's exactly why you're doing it to actually escape stereotypes isn't it well i started just like i said because i had really bad posture Mm. and i had back lower back pain really bad lower back pain and um belly dancing gave me it started to build strength in my back. Right. And then it kind of inspired me to be really focused and interested in my yoga practice. So I started doing yoga every day so I could be a better belly dancer and it kind of all fed off each other to a point where I didn't have constant lower back pain anymore. I was starting to feel more confident in myself, um, you know, all of those really transformational kind of positive things mm. you're talking about. So, um, yeah, now I love to travel around Australia and – Tell people about how, um, you know, how the benefits of belly dance. And what sort of response do you get from that? Um, Really positive, generally. I think because of um, there's a lot of kind of negative connotations around belly dancing. So um, like you're half naked, you're showing your belly. People think sometimes it's for the titillation of men. Um, So in the space that we dance and the space that I originally belly danced, it was very much about women coming together and dancing. So it was more going back to what belly dance originally was, which was Mm -hmm. a folkloric dance of the Middle East. It wasn't an entertainment kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you kind of come up against those stereotypes, like I said, about being, you know, too white or too blonde. But what really comes across when you dance and one of my favourite things has been going back to the roots of Middle Eastern dance and Arabic dance and music um, in the last few years um, to really understand where this dance form comes from and learn about the authenticity. And um, one of the best things is when you perform in front of a Middle Eastern audience and at first they're like not sure and then they see your passion and right. they see that the devotion that you've yeah. and then they're like, wow, can you come and teach me? You know more than me. So, wow. um, or, you know, you bring people to tears and that's been um, like a beautiful experience yeah, that really authenticates about, what you do. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you about that cultural barrier, whether you've been able to break through that and obviously you have. And it's great to get the people that you know culturally grew up with this sort of dance embracing someone else doing it. That's fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, having like having the opportunity to share the thing that you love mm. with um, the culture that that art form is from in the last few years has been like such a blessing um, and yeah, I hope to do more of that. <laughs> That's great. Tell us about what made you decide to share your passion with people with the This Girl Can project. Like I said, I've become like a raving kind of devotee of belly dance. So I just really want to empower other women to get into a form of fitness um, that can really empower them and change their lives because I feel like it really changed mine for the better. I feel physically stronger, mentally stronger. You know, I, I have to embody the warrior every day. <laughs> you know, mm. I'm, a, I'm a mom of two young boys. Um, so, yeah, I just really want to empower other women through the power of belly dance. Okay. What do your boys think about it? It's mixed um, because they go through different phases, but they travel a lot with me to festivals and uh, they get to have some amazing experiences. And when they feel negative about it, like, mum, why do you do this stuff all the time? I tell them all, um, we wouldn't be here at this festival. We wouldn't have this. We wouldn't have the money to go and do this if we weren't, if mum wasn't doing mm. it for work. Um, so the, he's, he started to be a little bit more um, accepting. This is a seven-year-old. And, um, you know, I told him about this Girl Can campaign and being involved in the launch and meeting a professional female footballer and, um, you know, doing the Facebook campaign and things like that. So he's becoming more accepting of what I do, which is great. You know, obviously, like I said, because of the costumes mm. of belly dance and people's perception of belly dance, yep. that as a boy you're probably embarrassed about yep. your mum doing it. You know, I'm trying to make him as open and accepting of difference mm. as I can. Um, and make him understand, you know, where I'm coming from with it. And <laughs> Was there an, any initial pushback from women and girls who were thinking about doing it and then thinking their stereotype of what they thought belly dance was? Oh, uh, I mean, as a teacher, because I've been teaching for five years now, um, I see so many women um, go through confidence. One of the things about going to a class is you have to look at yourself in the mirror. And yeah, we get ready for work every day in the morning, but looking at yourself in the mirror. And so you have to really learn to love yourself. You have to learn to be vulnerable. You have to learn to um, accept that things take time to build in your body. You know, we always want everything to come so fast, but, you know, if you work towards something and don't give yourself an end goal, but like give yourself small go goals like oh, I want to get through this term or I want to get through this. Um, maybe in a year I want to perform. Mm. You know, I think um, if you if you kind of be prepared to kind of put yourself in that vulnerable space and like I said, kind of channel the warrior, be brave, um, something really kind of amazing can come from that. So, um, you know, every day, every gig, you know, like you, I find confronting, you got to put makeup on and put hair on and make yourself feel beautiful, even if you're not feeling beautiful and kind of put that mask on and put that armor on, so to speak, and go out and do what you do. Um, and, you know, usually a great thing comes from it when you're brave. That's yeah. So I try and tell my kids that. I try, I try and tell my students that. It's a good lesson that. for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. And just to be okay to be not good at something for mm. a while and like just dedicate yourself to it over a period of time. Mm to get it um you know we're in this really fast-paced kind of society this fast-paced world yeah. now and um sometimes it's okay to just be and just enjoy that moment and for me you know when i started belly dancing i was working full time so that headspace of not having to think and being on a, on a computer was like just a really great way of using my brain in a completely different way and ha sort of switching off 
you have to be in the moment in dance and that is the beautiful cathartic thing about it and that's why dance is such a positive form of exercise. Yep. There's more and more research coming out now about how dance is a is a really good way to be fit because you're constantly doing different things. It's also got the mental stimulation that some other repetitive forms of exercise don't have because right. you're constantly having to use your brain. And um, there was a couple of documentaries played on SBS last year talking about how um, they're getting older people now mm. in Europe to do dance classes because it can help stave off Alzheimer's and yeah, things. So excellent. I'm just like, dance, everyone. <laughs> dance yeah. and be merry, yeah, yeah, you know. for sure. <laughs> Come um, and be merry with me. How many people are involved in it locally that you're picking up through the This Girl Can project? I run classes twice a week in the northern suburbs in Melbourne. Um, so usually my classes range from like six to... 10, 6 to 14 people. Um, I like having small classes because I find I can build a deeper connection with women and give them the feedback that they kind of, the one-on-one feedback they kind of want and crave. Yeah, so I've been doing that five years now across Greensboro, Ivanhoe, Brunswick, um, Mill Park as well. (laughs) What sort of age groups? So the age groups range from 18 to 50. Okay. Some of the women locally that I dance with are in their 30s and early 40s. Um, they've got young children. Um, and then I've got other girls who have come from like alternative kind of backgrounds and are involved as well in belly dance. So it's really, really diverse. For me, I really want to provide a space for women who maybe don't fit into that mainstream mold or don't want to go play netball like I didn't want to go play mm-hmm. netball or go to a gym. Um, so I'm really keen to provide a space for, I kind of guess, alternative women. I was a misfit and yeah. um, a lot of the women I dance with are. So I'm just like providing a space for maybe someone who doesn't fit yeah. into that traditional kind of form is really, really important to me. And like I would love to be teaching teenagers, <laughs> teenage yeah. girls, because um, I feel like if they had the knowledge and the feeling and the confidence that I have now, like if I had that as a teenager, it would be so great. And I would love to be able to share that and pass yeah. that on to other girls. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It must give you a lot of satisfaction, though, to see people start the journey and then even if they're not perfect belly dancers, but by the time they progress through and, and even if they finish up, um, the change in them physically, I guess, in their movement, but also mentally as well. Yeah, look, I've had girls who've come that are overweight and they've trained with me three years, ended up performing and now they work as professional performers and um, other girls who were did ballet their whole lives, you know, suffered quite extreme injuries and didn't kind of fit the stereotype and didn't dance for like five to ten years and then they discovered, they started coming to my classes and they've rediscovered their passion for dance. That's great. So, um, yeah, I've been really lucky. I've had some really um, amazing girls come through my programs. (laughs) Okay, that's excellent. It's a privilege. (laughs) We like to end each episode with... uh, our set list of standard questions. So, Laura, if you want to tell us, what's your favourite word? (laughs) My favourite word? Interesting. (laughs) Your least favourite word? Hate. What inspires you? Dancing. Oh, no, can I... Music, actually. For me, it always starts with music. Okay. If there's a job you could do other than your own, what would that be? Uh, Well, I quit my other job to do belly dancing. (laughs) And what was that? I worked in the music industry. Okay. What job would you least like to do? I want to say cleaning toilets, but I have to do that at home. So I guess I kind <laughs> of do that. 
<laughs> What's your favourite curse word? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I say a lot. I don't know. <laughs> Use it in a sentence. The the word. Yeah. Um, it's Friday. <laughs> what song would you like played at your funeral? Never by Tief Schwartz. And what book are you reading at the moment? Pranic Healing. Uh, it's all about meditation and connecting with your higher light and your higher consciousness. So I don't plan to become a pranic healer, but um, meditation is a really amazing tool. And um, yeah, I just want to learn different techniques. So that's why I'm reading that book. I've had it sitting on my shelf for maybe five to 10 years and didn't connect with it. And I just felt drawn to pick it up and start reading it recently. So yeah, kind of strange. What's your favorite book? Jitterbug Perfume. A little bit about that. Uh, so it's what someone told me it's called neorealism. So it's a real story, but it's got kind of fantasy and spiritual elements in it. And um, it's kind of based in modern world, but it's also based in ancient India. And um, it's there's this amazing passionate love affair <laughs> between um in this yeah in this story and um then it kind of has another story in the modern world which is kind of they're kind of living in an alternative 70s kind of psychedelic world where they're like um living off eating mushrooms that they pick in the field not psychedelic but just sure <laughs> so yeah it's kind of interesting i haven't read it for it was quite a while ago i read it though okay. so yeah you have a very interesting life laura thank you for joining us on one woman today thank you so much